Thank you all for joining us here today. I'm really delighted to announce an important new action in our fight against climate change. I want to uh, start by recognizing the alders that are here with us, Alder Vitiver, Alder Abbas, and Alder Evers. Um, and I also want to recognize Alder Foster, who worked hard on this but wasn't able to be here today. As you all know, climate change is one of the biggest threats to our stability, our economy, and to our health. And many of these impacts have already been felt in our city. It is obviously a very warm day today. We recently experienced some fairly serious storms. Um, and one of the impacts of climate change is increasingly serious weather events. So we are seeing these impacts in the city of Madison already. And that makes it clear that we have to do our part to reduce emissions in the city of Madison for the sake of everyone in Madison, in Wisconsin, and in, across the entire globe. And we have to act as soon as possible. Experts say that the world needs to cut our emissions by more than half by 2030. That's just seven years from now in order to avoid devastating climate impacts. We all have to act. Every level of government, every individual, every business has to be part of the solution. And that's why we're here today. After more than a year of talking with the community and the private sector, today my colleagues on the Common Council and I are introducing Madison's Building Energy Savings Program. The Building Energy Savings Program will ask large commercial business owners in Madison to take some very simple actions to reduce energy use and carbon emissions through strong and consistent building energy management. We're going to do this in two ways. First, we're going to ask that building owners track their energy usage annually. That which is measured can be managed. And programs like this called energy benchmarking programs, have proven that such measurement results in energy savings of up to 8% over time. We're also going to ask building operators to conduct a tune-up of the building energy systems once every few years. Tune-ups can catch unnoticed issues that can waste a lot of energy. On average, tune-ups can save 10 to 15% in a building's energy use. And remember that energy saved means dollars saved on energy bills. I want to talk a little bit about why this program is important. First of all, buildings account for nearly half of the carbon emissions in Madison. And commercial buildings are large energy users, often due to their size and more complex energy and ventilation systems. When these buildings are not running well, they can waste a lot of energy, driving up carbon emissions and costs for both building owners and tenants. And while we know that there are leaders in our community in this space, we need a much faster and more widespread action on building energy efficiency. We need everyone, not just the early adopters, to be part of the solution. And there are benefits to doing so. These policy pathways are no or low-cost solutions that pay back quickly. They save energy, they save money for both building owners and tenants. 
The policy will also provide good information to building owners about what is going on in their buildings. It helps them understand how energy use in their building compares to similar buildings, helps them spot spikes in energy use over time, and helps them make both short and long-term investment decisions that are right for their building. And the program will help support a local green economy. Building owners can choose to hire energy efficiency experts to do this work or they can upskill their own facilities staff, which is one of the things we've done in the city of Madison, with energy efficiency training and certifications. And the city will help provide trainings and resources for certifications. Finally, we are building in options for meeting the energy savings goals of the policy. One way is through tune-up equivalents. If building owners can demonstrate that a building is already a high performer or that recent work has improved energy efficiency, they can submit that information to the city and count it as their tune-up. And I want to highlight that we are not just asking the private sector to do this. We at the City of Madison truly believe in this work. The city is benchmarking our own energy use, we are tuning up our own buildings, and we are making changes to our buildings to lead by example and, of course, to save taxpayer dollars by saving the energy that we use. Now, I want to be clear. What we don't have here today is a final policy. From the beginning of this work over a year ago, we have committed to working in partnership with the private sector to get the details right. And that means that we need continued input and involvement from the community. So in addition to announcing this building energy savings program, I'm also happy to announce a series of upcoming meetings and workshops for people to learn more, give their input, and help to fine tune the program. Information about these meetings is in the press release and available to you uh, from either of our staff, Christy Baumel or Jessica Price. I want to thank my colleagues on the Common Council again for their leadership and partnership on this important initiative. Alders Evers, Abbas, Foster, and Vitiver, thank you for your partnership, for your sponsorship, and for engaging deeply in these conversations over the past year. And I also want to acknowledge the many people in the community who have helped get us to this point. You'll be hearing from some of them here today. And first on that list is John Greenler from 350 Wisconsin. Please welcome him. Thank you, Mayor. Really a pleasure to be with you all here today. The need to substantively address climate change has never been greater, period. Global weirding has arrived everywhere and those who are most in need from the city of Madison low-income citizens to the developing world as a whole are being disproportionately affected. So many are fundamentally impacted and whole communities are needing to pull up their roots and move. Furthermore, our actions in Madison make a significant difference both here in town and around the world. We here in Madison have the opportunity to be a leader in addressing the climate crisis. And it's really exciting to be hearing about this building energy savings program today. It's a great example. A bit on the data. We are now at 421 parts per million of CO2 in the atmosphere. Once again this May, the record has been broken. 
The rise in the level of CO2 has pretty much continued in a linear fashion since the first direct measurements were taken in 1958, which coincidentally, truth be told, was the year that I was born. If we are to avoid the worst impacts of climate change, we need to not only level the rise off of CO2 in the atmosphere, we need to bring it down. The past nine years have been the hottest nine years recorded in history, and the odds are high that we will be 10 for 10 when this year comes to an end. Here in Madison, we have so far in this year, 2022, experienced at least 10 heat wave related temperature records. This is not business as usual, and we are just a bit only half over our year. 350 Wisconsin as an organization recognizes that addressing energy use and corresponding greenhouse gas emissions is paramount, is very important, and the city has a great opportunity to make a difference on this front. Approximately 40% of global emissions are associated with buildings, and the vast majority of this has to do with operations, heating, cooling, etc., as we were just hearing about from the mayor, not construction, which is a common misconception. The United Nations Environmental Program, the UNEP, estimates that we need to cut this number in half by 2030 to avoid the most damaging effects of climate change. That's a really tall order. Cities who are serious about climate change are promptly stepping up to address building sector opportunities, and Madison can be a leader, and we're making that direction when we hear about this program today. The recently released 350 Wisconsin report on low-income energy burdens in Madison documents how low-income individuals and households are disproportionately impacted. The average spent on energy overall for low-income city households is double the city average. This is a justice issue that we're looking at. The report can be downloaded from our Community Climate Solutions portion of our website. Also would encourage you to take a look at our 2021 Wisconsin Green Building Initiatives Program report, which also really further uh, elaborates on these details. In closing, I just want to personally say that the efforts by the city that we're hearing about today are what brings me hope. And just briefly, I want to read a quote by a young female and black poet. Amanda Gorman. And yes, I am still terrified every day. Yet fear can be love trying its best in the dark. So do not fear your fear. Own it, free it. This isn't a liberation that I or anyone can give you. It's a power that you must look for, learn, love, and locate for yourself. Why? The truth is, hope isn't a promise we give. It's a promise we live. Tell it like this, and we, like our words, will not rest. And the rest is history. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. My name is uh, Alderman Sayed Abbas. Uh, first of all, I appreciate uh, community organizations, uh, the mayor office, for, for your collaboration and your vision. Also, fellow Alders, Alder Evers, uh, Alder Vidabar, and Alder Foster. To, it took almost a year to have those discussions, uh, creating those vision, and also uh, city staff. Uh, Jessica, thank you for your work as well and your team. So I really appreciate that. I will start with uh, 
one one data point I will mention as a father myself, and I have two adorable daughters. I really care about our future generation and our kids. Air pollution accounts for 20% of newborn death worldwide. 20% worldwide, most related to complication of low birth weight and preterm birth. So when we are here standing today making policy in city of Madison, we cannot live in isolation in a bubble. We are not in silos. This policy have a global impact across the board. So today policy here about reducing carbon emission in our building because our building communicate with our community, communicate with our air, communicate with our future generation, our transportation system, our wetland system, whole ecological system, they don't work in isolation, they all work together. So it's important for policymakers to really think through for the future generation and what legacy we are leaving for them. This common council, the mayor office, business community, as well as uh, uh, non-profits and, and an activist, we all need to collaborate and work together to find climate solution. Cannot do this in isolation. This particular vision, which we want to expand in the city of Madison, it provides great opportunity for, for business uh, owners, for, uh, for commercial buildings to reduce their carbon emission, which will increase their bottom line. It will increase their, it will save more energy uh, dollar on their energy bill. And also common sense things in a building tune up and reducing carbon emission could be, as an example, occupancy sensor. A lot of buildings in modern age doesn't have occupancy sensor and we're wasting energy. Building systems like HVAC, building system like chiller, uh, or other building system, they all can be upgraded. Some of the upgrades on the industrial sides, industrial level could be software upgrades. Those software upgrades also pinpoint where are the inefficiency in your system, in your operating system. So this policy is really asking a partnership with business community and with community at large to work together and find those inefficiencies and improve our design of the building, the energy efficiency of the building, so we could have better return on investment, we, we could have a better air, um, uh, uh, air, air um, cleanliness, and also climate goals we can achieve together. We as a policymaker, we as a community, we all say 2050 net carbon emission. I'm Governor Evers have 2050 uh, vision. Our Wisconsin utility statewide, all of them, if not uh, most of them, if not all of them, they all have 2050 target. We cannot achieve 2050 target if we don't make actions. These actions are extremely important. So the collaboration of policymaker with business community, as the mayor mentioned, we are collecting those feedback, we want to make a policy which really is inclusive and address those challenges, financial challenges, climate challenges, challenges to our future generation. So we are committed and I am committed to work with the stakeholders and with my fellow alders and the mayor office to find a, a solution, climate solution in this city and in our country. With that, I know it's too hard, I don't, I can speak more, <laughs> but I will restrain myself and I will invite Abigail Corso from Elevate Energy. Thank you, Alders, and thank you, um, Mayor, um, for your leadership on this issue. Um, 
Um, I'm with Elevate Energy and together with our partner Sustain Dane here in Madison. Um, we are in buildings every single day and we understand the systems and we understand the benefits of benchmarking um, and how that can really help buildings save energy. As been said, you know, simply understanding your energy use can save up to 8% in energy savings. That's real money to residents in a multifamily building or um, to owners in commercial buildings. Um, I would say coupled with tune-ups, um, which are kind of energy performance assessments that ensure systems are functioning as they originally designed, even deeper efficiency savings um, can, can be realized. Um, tune-ups uh, are one of the most cost-effective methods. It's essentially low-hanging fruit. It's operational. Um, and even the best design buildings actually become less efficient over time. Um, a study on commissioning, um, retro commissioning in buildings um, found that tune-ups in buildings can save up to 15 or 16 percent of energy savings. Again, that's real money um, in the pockets of owners. Um, it's also real carbon. Um, reducing energy saves carbon um, emissions. Um, and benchmarking and tune-ups are, are the gateway kind of to enter to deeper energy savings. Um, and energy efficiency is the least cost strategy for energy use and to reduce carbon. Um, it and it improves buildings. Um, energy efficiency is important to all sectors um, of the building um, economy, if you will. It helps realtors um, understand building use. It helps owners and residents lower, lower utility bills. It helps um, in lenders um, better invest in buildings because it's been shown high performance buildings are a better investment. And perhaps its greatest value is um, it creates a robust job market in the efficiency sector. Um, energy, spending in energy efficiency, the dollars stay local. Um, study by Department of Energy found that for every dollar spent on energy efficiency in a community, it generates $2.23 for the local economy. So that's dollars right here in our city. Investments in energy efficiency um, support jobs for our local contractors, engineers, and other building professionals, producing more economic activity in the sector. And to this end, coupling benchmarking tune-ups with job training is really um, a winning solution for both our buildings, but also for our city. Um, so thank you, and um, I'm going to invite Alder Evers to Thank you. My name is Tag Evers, District 13 Alder, and I appreciate everybody being here and the work of my fellow Alders, the mayor, the mayor's office, and our local stakeholders, and representatives of the business community as well. Uh, in Dane County, studies have shown that of the total energy emissions and, and greenhouse gas emissions, roughly 41 percent uh, comes from the transportation sector. Buildings, both commercial and residential, are responsible for approximately 47 percent. If we are to meet our climate goals, it's imperative we have a plan to focus on our physical structures, how they are heated, how they are cooled, and how they function with respect to energy use. Now that 47% can be broken down to 30% commercial and 17% residential. Think of that. 
nearly one-third of all greenhouse gas emissions in our city stems from our commercial buildings. And it's the larger commercial buildings that deserve our focus. About six and a half percent of Madison's commercial buildings, those over 50,000 square feet, are responsible for 48% of commercial energy use. That's just 313 bid buildings citywide. Now, for nearly a year and a half, Alder Abbas and I have been working with the mayor's office to, to come up with the right strategies to tackle this significant source of greenhouse gas emissions. But we cannot do it on our own. As the mayor indicated, the city is leading by example to cut building emissions since 2015. The city has benchmarked energy use at its facilities and used that information to reduce energy waste through various upgrades, including trans transitioning to LED lighting and improvements to HVAC equipment. Fourteen city facilities have achieved LEED certification as six facilities are in the process of being certified. But still, we cannot do this on our own. Madison cannot achieve its climate goals through action at city facilities alone. It is critical that the whole community be a part of the solution. This is an opportunity for Madison's business community to stand alongside the city and commit to real climate action. I encourage all businesses and community leaders to work with city staff on how to maximize the benefits of this program. From the very start of this effort, we have been working with building energy professionals, building owners, large building portfolio managers, facility management professionals, commercial real estate professionals, Madison Gas Electric and Focus on Energy, and large public entities like UW-Madison, Madison College, and area healthcare providers. To tailor a policy that will improve the energy efficiency of commercial buildings and reduce overall energy use while also providing tangible economic benefits to building owners and tenants. The public sector and the private sector must work hand in hand to reach our ambitious, ambitious climate and energy goals of 100% renewable energy and net zero carbon emissions for city operations by 2030 and community-wide by 2050. We encourage the business community to come forward with their best ideas and best practices. Energy costs have skyrocketed in recent months, so the incentives towards increased efficiency are clear and obvious. But the hidden costs have always been there, costs that are continually being shift shifted onto the environment and future generations. Now is the time to act, to work together to meet our critically urgent important and essential climate goals. Thank you. Thank you all for your words and for being here today. We'd be happy to take questions if there are any. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's, it's a technical definition in zoning, um, so it's, it, for the layperson, you're looking at multifamily, you're looking at large office, uh, you're looking at institutional buildings. Uh, yes, but this policy won't apply to multifamily, it'll only apply to, um, to non-residential commercial buildings. And in fact, what we're looking at is buildings over a certain size. 
Um, so I think the details are in the press release. But we want to be sure that we are, as Alder Evers said, there's approximately 300 buildings that are the largest contributors to the carbon footprint from large commercial buildings. Uh, that's where our focus is. Um, obviously, it's important for every building to be assessed for energy efficiency, but in terms of really getting the bang for the buck, we're looking at the largest commercial buildings. Can I also add? Yeah, please. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll, as the mayor mentioned, uh, as we are in planning process, listening from various stakeholders, buildings over 50,000 uh, square feet, uh, our goal is around four-year tune-up. Every four-year we can see their progress, how much carbon emission they are saving, and also building over 25,000 square feet is around uh, two years. Uh, so, but this is something we are working uh, on weeds of it, but kind of like these are the, some of the parameters where there's a different years with different size of the building. Do you have numbers on that? I don't have no exact numbers on that. John, would you like to speak to that? You know, I think you can just pretty much rest assured that the vast majority of that, the vast majority of that energy is coming from fossil fuel uh, sources. So there's a very direct and strong correlation, yeah. I think, that one would find. Yeah, here in Madison, the, the energy mix, it's a little dependent on the building, right? Our electric energy mix is 70% fossil. Um, if you're talking about natural gas heat, obviously that, that all has a climate impact. So it's a, it kind of varies based on the building specifics, but um, yeah, it's a direct correlation to carbon. Can I add one more thing? Yeah, please. Yeah, thank you. And also, uh, it, it, as the mayor mentioned, it's really varied. So I will give one small example. So let's say there is an older building which have ASHRAE 2002 or 5, whatever the building, old code. The time they installed those equipment, and today's building code, it's a huge difference. And energy efficiency difference is huge. So when they will do building tune-up in 20 years, when they're gonna change those equipment, there's a huge opportunity to reduce those carbon emissions, have more energy saving per kWh. So it's extremely hard at this moment on fly to mention which building gonna save how much energy. Might be there's an opportunity to have even greater saving if we look into that path, and that's our intent is to really openly look into that uh, buildings and help them to achieve those carbon emission goals. Right. And that's why it's so important that everybody understands what energy their building is using yes. and what the opportunities for efficiency are. And that's what's really at the basis of this conversation, right? We want all buildings, but especially large commercial buildings, to understand their energy use and to be able to take control of it and manage it for their own purposes. Right, and this is going to save them money, it's going to save us carbon, um, and is gonna be, I believe, a win-win for everyone. Any other questions? All right, well, thank you all again for being here. I very much appreciate it. I look forward to working with everyone as we continue to develop the details of this policy. Thank you.